This podcast includes unapologetic logic and reason and may not be suitable for all audiences. In a world full of nonsense, he's been called the voice of uncommon common sense. He sees the abnormal that many find normal. Author and award-winning speaker, he is Chris Yes, you see that right. X-rated is the title of the podcast. I don't know. I don't know if the content will be flagged or not. I'm going to share with you some material that's been put in uh, school libraries at elementary schools. What's the top age for elementary school? Sixth grade? Uh, What would that be? Is that 12? Eight? Second grade? Yeah, 12. So, uh, I don't know. It would be. It would qualify for. Would that be PG thirteen or even PG at 12, 12, uh, 12 year old reading level? PG or PG thirteen? I'm calling it X rated. If I'm you, if, if, if I put it this way, I'm not going to share this with my daughter, eight years old. You do as you may. <laughs> my rating system is 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 more than the than the the school district apparently. More than the rating system. What I'm about to share with you uh, is so disturbing. I, I, was, I really pond. First of all, I had no intentions of doing this today. How the heck did this even come up to me? Oh, a local news article. This elementary school is the school that my sister went to. I went to the high school in that district. We moved into the district from another district. We lived down the street from the school. I probably have... Uh, yeah, my little, my youngest uh, brother, my my little brother would have went there as well. I cannot, so I get it in the local news as Moms for Liberty. So it catches my eye. And I told you it was on the radio show last week. Andy, who's uh, Stan's right-hand man, he calls me, you coming down this Wednesday? I can't do it for a variety of reasons. I have to tell you, when he calls me like that, it just kills me. I love doing it. It's a passion. Anyway, I don't get sidetracked on that. I could go on for two hours about my desire to be on the radio. There's something about live. You know what I mean? People are missing it. It's hard these days, the schedule. You can still listen after, which I think is great. But there's something about live that um, it changes things. It really does. And uh, if you don't know the story... That's one of the reasons I've always done the podcast in this format, that I don't do any editing. I always challenged myself to do it as if it was a live uh, show. And, you know, I never really put it together, but what am I really trying to do? Just keep it authentic. It's the real me. I know I bounce around. I know I'm wrong once in a while. I know I get a little emotional about things. I laugh at myself. But you're getting the real deal. No editing. Once in a while I have to cough. I don't even edit that out always. Yeah, I got to get a little better, you know. We got to sharpen it up. I mean, you don't even cough on the radio. To be fair, there is an off button on the microphones in the in the radio studio as well. I, don't know. I guess if you're if you're only by yourself in the studio and, and you have to hit the off, you better have a uh, soundbite uh, queued up or some music or something like that. Anyway, I suppose so. Andy and, and Stan and the local show they like to talk a lot about these school boards and. The importance of being involved. Well, this story couldn't illustrate that any better, I'll tell you that. And I have, I have a simple message for you on this. There's more to come, but the main part of it is that I can't believe I'm, I'm sitting here saying this. As a Marine combat veteran, I'm telling you, in my own damn country, 
that parents need to be on guard. You know, all this crap that went on in the Catholic Church, and I've been trying to kind of link the two together. And, and I was a, a league director for a youth, a uh, kids' football league. And, you know, I had to get into the background checks and had to educate myself a little bit on the, on the predators so I could be on the lookout. You know what the biggest indication is, by the way? When you have a parent involved in something that doesn't have children in the program. Oh, red flag of Lucy. Anyway, uh, I was pretty strong in my rules. Like one of which was I told the parent, don't be alone with the kid. I'm just telling you. Catch you being alone with the kid. You're going to have a problem with me first and foremost. You know, got to go to the bathroom. You better um, grab somebody. Get, don't put yourself in that position. We always had two coaches there. And I think that's the rule. You just, for some reason, I'm sure there's a million psychological reasons and, and stupid stories that, you know, teacher-student develop some kind of romantic feelings. And I suppose on some level it may be only natural that that would occur, but it's not healthy. It's not good. It's evil. It's wrong. It's immoral. It's very damaging to the child, first and foremost. And I'm not so sure that the adult walks away from that unscathed. I never really thought about it. I could probably care less, to tell you the truth. Uh, to me, I don't, is it a sickness? I don't know. I, I really can't speak to all that. I can't relate to it either, and I really don't want to learn about it or relate to it. I just know that you put your fingers on my child or you expose them to this kind of information, and it's not going to end well. But anyway, my my time with the football league, I developed the opinion that you just you cannot have adults alone with children unsupervised. <laughs> As crazy as it sounds, I feel a lot the same way with police. You know, if we would just work in teams, I, I wonder how many problems it would solve, right? I'm not talking about adding to Make the class twice as big and put two teachers in there. I don't know. Is it a better system? I guess you have to talk to the teachers about that. But either way, the kids can't be, can't be preyed on. So th- this uh, story caught my eye. Moms for Liberty exposed this graphic content in elementary school board. Uh, Moms for Liberty exposed this graphic content in elementary school libraries. And the story is um, basically that she exposed this, and I forget how, on the Washington Journal, during her segment, she mentioned numerous attacks from radical left-wing activist groups threatened by Moms for Liberty. She rejected all the left's claims and explained how they are baseless. She then highlighted some of the sexually suggestive, inappropriate content inexplicably available to young children in school libraries. And that, that's exactly why Moms for Liberty is needed. One of the books that she discussed... All Boys Aren't Blue, drew the ire of the book's author, George M. Johnson. He objected to her categorization of his book and rebuffed her claim that his this book, that features a graphic sexual content, was in elementary school libraries at all. He said, he tweeted, among other things, that All Boys Aren't Blue has never been found in an elementary school library. 
So this is very typical in, in local politics, and I've tried to explain this to you, and I hope this story illustrates this. I've experienced it, the whole story of the missing million dollars. And, you know, it wasn't as big as deal like, like what you see going on in other circles, but they labeled me as a, um, as a Trumper. Uh, I never discussed with any of these people how I ever voted, never had any signs or anything like that. Um, labeled as crazy since I had my concussion. This whole thing got reported shortly after that. I lost my mind. I fell. Thinking, hey, he's going to be all right. Um, and, and, and baseless claims that, you know, we've looked into this and nobody else is complaining. And, you know, there's really nothing to see here. That's just a, a favorite, right? The White House uh, press troll does that every day. I'm, I'm just not going to comment on that. Just not going to comment. What do you comment on? Well, whatever she wants to tell you that Biden's doing to support LGBTQIA, et cetera, et cetera. Anyway, they do the same to this Moms for, for Liberty. Now, let me ask you something a second. I'm just thinking out loud. Me being me. Let's suppose I wrote something that was sexually explicit. Possible. Possible. You say romance, I say sexually explicit, we're adults, and we're free to do as we please. Are we not? But it becomes a little different if the book ends up in a, in a, in a children's library, right? I mean, just to give you a broad example, there's things that I say on this podcast that I wouldn't say in an elementary school. Not because it's against the law or, or even um, immoral. It's just substance that's not... Appropriate for young children for the most part. Wouldn't you agree? Like this one, for example. I don't even want my daughter knowing about this. Someday, but not right now. But let's just say I did author a book. And you came to me and you said, Chris, you know, your book is in elementary schools. I believe I would say, Can you please tell me what schools? Because I, I don't I don't want that to happen. This is like the um gays against the uh, transgender or whatever. You know, where they're saying, look, I, you know, I'm an adult homosexual, but I don't think kids should be transitioning. It's a big movement. You know what I'm saying? So even if I wrote something that was X-rated, whether it was sexually explicit or not, irrelevant. If you came to me and said, hey, man, your book isn't killing me. What? Well, I'm not putting it there. I'm not marketing it there. Can you tell me what schools I'd like to get it removed? No, they don't do that. They come back and say, ah, oh, this crazy lady, Karen. Right? They throw everything. Ah, listen, you know, I don't know what you're talking about. It's a romance. No, that's not exactly what they said. Uh, what the one? Let me let you um, I don't know how to pronounce this lady's last name. Tina Deskovich, I guess. Deskovich? 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 Let's go with Deskovich. So, Tina Deskovich, did I say it the same? Tina Deskovich just lied on my name. My book is Young Adult. I have never stated it was an adult book. I hope your funders are ready for the defamation case. My pronouns are they, them, by the way. Furthermore, my book has never been found in an elementary school library. You've been played. So, nothing to see here, crazy lady. Nobody's attacking your kids, right, just because I'm gay or whatever the case might be um, doesn't mean that uh, you know, I'm, I'm attacking you or your children or something like that, you know. So that, that was the underlying message. So she comes back and she goes to the school board meeting. And I recognize the auditorium. Matter of fact, I forgot my son 
also graduated from uh, high school in the school district. And this very auditorium is one that I sat in, and most recently uh, to watch him uh, finishing uh, the ROTC program. But listen to this. Um, let me just tell you, she's going to give a little background. Um, the content of this video is where I was saying is not appropriate for children, even though the school district was putting in an elementary and school. It seems somewhat hypocritical that Moms for Liberty wants to ban books and wrote, ironic how such rugged individuals are so delicate when it comes to masks, vax, and now books, snowflake. Mr. Casa. Let- so did you hear that? I don't know what complaint she was reading from, but basically, you know, throwing everything at her. You know, in my case, it's a straight, white, male, male Trumper. In her case, it's um, Karen, anti-vax, or, you know, one of those types of people. That's the picture they paint. Let me share with you and your colleagues one of these books that up until this week resided in the Oak Park Elementary Library. So here we go. She's going to read the book. Listen closely. This book was removed because of one of our parents. This book is All Boys Aren't Blue, a memoir manifesto by George Johnson. You told me to take off my pajama pants, which I did. You then took off your shorts, followed by your boxers. There you stood in front of me, fully erect, and said, taste it. At first I laughed and refused, but then you said, Hold on a second. If that was it, just that blurb, would that be enough? That's freaking disturbing in any level of public school. That's not sex ed. That's not science. I wouldn't call it romance either. Come on, Matt. Taste it. This is what boys like us do when we like each other. I finally listened to you. You eventually got up off me and told me to come to the bathroom, that you wanted to show me one more thing. You turned on the light and closed the door. You began stroking yourself in front of me. I just stood there nervous because I didn't know what to expect next. You said, just keep watching, Matt. So I stood there and watched you for several minutes. Then you began to moan slightly. I took a step back because I didn't know what was about to happen. And then it did. You ejaculated into the toilet in front of me. I was very unaware of what sex involved at the time, primarily because I stayed away from it. Did you get that point? The kid just got raped. For the first few minutes, we dry humped and grinded. I was behind him with my stomach on his back as we kissed. After a few minutes of fun and games, he got up and went to the nightstand, where he pulled out a condom and some lube. He then lay down on his stomach. I knew what I had to do, even if I had never done it before. I had one point of reference, though, and that was seven-plus years of watching pornography. Although I want to come back to that point. Although the porn was heterosexual, it was enough of a reference point for me to get the job done. I remember the condom was blue and flavored like cotton candy. I put some lube on it and got up on his knees. And got him up on his knees. I began to slide into him from behind. I tried not to force it because I imagined it would be painful. I will not continue. Do any of you, any of you, find this book that depicts a sexual encounter and rape acceptable for any minor, regardless of gender or sexual orientation? Because I do not find this at all acceptable. A child is a child. 
And if you see this acceptable, you belong on a national registry and not a school board. Holy moly. Wow. What do you say to that? Buddy of mine, I was emailing stories about this type of thing. Nah. It's old news. People don't care anymore. It's overplayed, overdone. I said, um, I don't feel that way at all. I'll take a couple breaths because usually when I talk about this kind of thing, you know, I start talking about um, carnage. Proudly, by the way. Probably. I'm working on a book right now. I don't want to say too much about it. One of the chapters is Thou Shalt Not Kill, But We Do. I'm not suggesting that you do. I'm just suggesting that there's evil people out there. Clearly. And there's a lot of them. It's easy to point fingers, you blame the Democrats, you blame the Republicans, you blame Trump, you blame Biden, you blame Bush, you blame Clinton, the universities, the drug problem, capitalism, what haven't we blamed? Climate change, the Russians, the Chinese. What's happened? What's happened? You... By law, you've got to send your children to school. You can homeschool. Homeschooling, anti-vax, is that what you're suggesting, Chris? You're damn right I am. I don't know what to say. First of all, I'll tell you, um, if you find that kind of material available in your school library, I'll call the police. I'll call the police. Maybe they did. Uh, exposing minors, I think, to... Uh, Content like that is a, is a criminal violation in most places. I like to think that it's not in our school. I don't believe they ever hung the pride flag at the school. One of the kids drew it on the walkway, though. So it's alive and well there, you know. It's just the area that we live in. I rely on God to some extent to protect my daughter. You know, we do everything we can. Um, you know, but what if it gets to a tipping point, right? And my wife has her own career in life and that she values, you know, she stayed home for a few years and, uh, even now, um, she operates her business out of the house and, uh, she takes my daughter to school, picks her up, goes almost to the field. I mean, she's about as involved as you can get. Could it reach a tipping point? Sure. My wife brings it up. She'd have to go to private school. What guarantees is there there? My daughter is strikingly beautiful. Um, it's, even since she's been a baby, you had a bit of a problem with people getting a little too, too close and things like that. Um, but I worry as she gets older, you know, um, it, it's so uncomfortable, I can't begin to tell you. As I try to, um, you know, reflect back a little bit, I said I want to talk about the pornography thing, saying in the book that, you know, obviously this is um, somebody's, 
you know, something uh, that somebody dreamt up there. But how much is the pornography affecting our society? All these things, they add up, that divorces, and I, like I've said to you a million times, I'm not preaching, I'm part of the problem. I've got my own repenting to do. I'm not preaching to anybody. I'm just saying we've got to find another way. You know, Kanye West was talking about this. Everybody thinks he's a nut, but there was something to his message. I think he was in love with that woman. He had no idea. He really, I don't think he did. I can kind of laugh, you know, as somebody who's kind of lived through that kind of thing. I don't want to get into the details. But I think he was in love with her, or thought he was in love with her, I would say. be the better way to say that. And and I think he genuinely loved his family. He's like, you know, in his own imperfect way. I'm sure, I, I don't know the guy. I'm not sitting here vouching for him. It's my sense. And then when she could just turn around and dump him and not only walk away scot-free, but capitalize on it while they demonized him. I mean, immediately the uh, scam stream media, you know, was all of a sudden, you know, the Kardashian children and just like he was uh, washed out of the story. Then he tries to speak up, and he makes the mistake of uh, tying that issue together with the fact that these media companies are owned by Jewish people, or so he believes. And then they label him, you know, anti-Semitic nutjob. And I don't even know what he said. I like I don't listen to Kanye West. I'm telling you that. Right? Maybe he is anti-Semitic. I didn't really get that feeling though. And I think he was trying to say, you know, he was kind of angry about it. But I think he was very misunderstood is what I was trying to say, I guess. And I think he was trying to say, you know, this isn't right that anybody, male or female, but especially the mother, you know, there's a special bond between the mother and the child. Yeah, it's, it's an obligation, a huge burden and an incredible gift. And I think that's part of the problem, too. I wouldn't be surprised if there's a whole bunch of parents that allow or even encourage their children to watch pornography because they'd rather have them masturbating than having uh, unwanted children. And how confusing to live in a time as a young person when you want to have sex a lot, especially for most men, alpha men, right? Uh, You know... (laughs) I, I got to be a little careful considering my own daughter, how much I reveal personally. But, I mean, let's just say when I was younger, I was very driven to find a mate. <laughs> uh, everything I did, I'm not, you know, I think it was healthy. I wouldn't put it this way. I wasn't playing video games. Definitely wasn't playing video games. Today, I look at the kids, how confusing. You know, you're 18 years old at your, you know, your sex drive is in overdrive. And the world is telling you, I don't have any kids. What do you mean? Ah, wait, be better when you're, you know, don't get married too young. As if the answer to our marriage problems is getting married older. I don't know the answer, guys. I don't have all the answers. 
You know, and this is this isn't even political. You call this political? It's uh, you know we're going to put these liberal and conservative. You know she's going to be labeled conservative. The author's liberal. I'm sure they are. I'm sure she's a registered Republican. He's a registered Democrat. I just don't see it as a political issue. What do you do when the children are no longer safe? What does that lead us to, my friend? There was a passage from Isaiah. Did I say it the other day? I feel like I did. Your burnt offerings and your prayers mean nothing to me because you don't treat people well. Something to that effect. This is a a theme of the Old Testament where religiously righteous people are very nasty. We should be striving to treat all things well. And I think we have to examine what that means. I don't think that means doing as everybody pleases. Certainly not when it comes to the influence on minors. I kept myself calm, didn't I? It took some work. I didn't want to be yelling the whole time. You know what I mean? It's sad to me. This story pushed me over the edge. It really has. Really, it's close to home for me. You know what I mean? A school I've been inside. Just, you know, big deal, right? I don't know. It's just weird to me. And... You know, if I didn't have my daughter, I would be like, eh, it sucks. You know, I don't know. But I do have a daughter, and I have a son who's presumably going to be, I guess he's waiting to get older, too. He's 24. I'm not saying anything about children. He's in the Air Force, so he's, he's probably not going to be planning a family too soon, but at some point he will. What does this country have to provide? got to be concerned about the children being exposed to this let alone all the situations of uh, teachers molesting children haven't heard many of those stories in a while I guess they're burying them I'm sure they're still out there I used to talk about it quite a bit on the podcast oh that they get the ratings by the way everybody loves I'll bet you this one will too with the x-rated thing I hope you're still listening to if you clicked on this because it said x-rated you're part of the problem I hope maybe I spoke to you. How's that? It won't surprise. I'll keep you posted on that. I don't know if it'll still happen because of the the whole shadow banning and well, they don't even they don't call it that anymore. It's just being it's things. Everything's throttled, basically. I was listening to a, a discussion about this, and I think we actually get a bump for for having. The, well, I know this. Put it this way: if I don't do the five scheduled days like normal, like you know, skipping stuff there. Definitely has a big impact uh, on the on the downloads. Strange. I don't really care personally at this point. It's I, I almost rather keep it small for lots of reasons. I have this little project I'm working on. I've worked on a few, which is why I don't want to say too much about it. Um, you know, sometimes I get an exciting start, and then as I weigh it out, and there was actually a couple things on this that had me kind of thinking as well. Um, so we'll see what happens with all that, and I'll keep you posted as it comes along, but. I think it could present a, a, quite a few opportunities in a lot of different ways. So, we'll see how it all goes. What do you think? we got to keep our children safe. we got to keep them safe. It's so important. God willing, I'll be back tomorrow. Sure hope to see you there. In the meantime, make it a great day. <laughs>